When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to Inside Mizzou Athletics, presented by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Kelly. I'm Mike Kelly, the voice of the Missouri Tigers. Welcome to this week's Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. On this program, we will hear from Mizzou football coach Barry Odom. His team goes to Knoxville, Tennessee, wins its third consecutive game, blowing out the Volunteers for the second consecutive season, 50-17. to We'll also hear from Mizzou wrestling coach Brian Smith. His team, a perennial top 10 performer at the NCAA level, will visit with the Mizzou coach about the prospects this year coming up. First, though, Tigers coach Barry Odom. After this, from Shelter Insurance. Uh. <laughs> That's the secret phone. The what? Remember, I told you my dad's a shelter agent. When that phone rings, he rushes out to save the day. Whether someone's home or car gets damaged, my dad is always there to help. He has the coolest job ever. Hmm. Well, my dad's an astronaut. That's cool, too. I guess. Find your insurance superhero at shelterinsurance.com. In Knoxville, Tennessee, 88,000 in the house as Missouri knocks off the Tennessee Volunteers on Senior Day, 50-17. to It's the second consecutive year that Missouri has beaten Tennessee by that same 50-17 to score. We're joined, as we are each and every week, by Mizzou football coach Barry Odom. Good morning and congratulations. Good morning, Mike. Thanks. Uh, good to visit with you again this morning, and and uh, proud of proud of our team on on putting together a, a, a solid game plan and executing um, in an environment that 
you know, our, our kids were excited to go play in, which is fun. And then they, they um, you know, at times had to lean on each other uh, to, you know, the other side, you know, needed help and, and uh, they've stepped up and played, played well together. And that's, that's fun to watch. Before we break down several aspects of the game, let's go back to the atmosphere, a historic place, Neyland Stadium, right on the banks of the Tennessee River. And you think about this. Jeremy Pruitt's team was 5-5 five and five coming into that game. 88,000 fans in the house. They average 70,000 season tickets. What a great fan base at Tennessee. It was, it was uh, you know, a perfect day for football. The weather was awesome. Uh, and again, our, our, our guys were excited to go play there. They knew it was going to be... Uh, uh, near near capacity, and uh, you know the energy. You know when you pull up and see that our our, our kids are excited about uh, having a chance to go do that, and and then uh, the way that we went and performed uh, it took a little uh, time to get going. I think you know offensively, uh, get into the red area, and we've got to come up with touchdowns, and and uh, instead of field goals, we finally got that going and on track, and the defensively forced the turnovers the way we did. Uh, that allowed us to, to get the game opened up. Yeah, you know, you let it 6 nothing after the first quarter, had to settle for a couple field goals. They, though, threw a bunch of different stuff at you defensively early on, didn't they? Yeah, um, really a, a, a couple different looks than what they had shown even, you know, in the last, I don't know, maybe hadn't seen much of some of the things they were doing all, all, all year. And uh, so a little bit of a different game plan and, and, you know, offensively, our staff did a nice job on making in-game adjustments and then getting it corrected on the sideline throughout conversation, and then and then really in the second half, able to apply a, a few more wrinkles that we wanted to after we knew what what we were going to be getting. So credit to them, and then credit to our kids on being mature enough to handle that and uh, stay in the course, and then going and execute when their when the number was called. Here's the other thing I liked is that Tennessee took the lead early in the second quarter. Your team on the very next possession came right down and answered. Third quarter, they opened the half. Score right away. Your team takes the ball, goes right down and scores. You answered both times. Yeah, it was big, and and our, our guys have been in it long enough now. They understand the game of emotion. They understand momentum, and you know you could feel it in there. You could feel it when it switched sidelines, and you know the urgency to get it back, and, and but also don't don't get uh, too in the moment that, that that throws you off. You know you can't you can't. You, you know it's there and you know what you got to do to go fix it, but also you can't try to, try to do too much. You just got to continue to play one snap at a time. Know that it's going to be there. You just, when the opportunity is, is arise, you got to step up and grab it. You run for 227. You pass for 257. Larry Roundtree saw most of the action because of an injury to, to uh, Demaria Crockett. 26 carries, 135 yards and a score. Yeah, I think really up front, again, we controlled the line of scrimmage, which was great. We knew we needed to going into the game, and our offensive line is playing uh, with great passion and great energy, and they're playing smart together. Uh, and then our runners are, are doing the things that we need to uh, on, on getting yards after contact uh, and then get to the next level and making some things happen. So it's going to be, you know, again, uh, we're going to count and need a, a number of guys at that spot, and I thought, uh, you know, I think we'll get Damari back, and and uh, so he have he and, and uh, Tree, and then uh, you know the two freshmen, Beatty and and Bakari, both stepped in and and did a nice job in their roles as well. Three takeaways by the defense: Demarcus Acey with a couple of interceptions, almost took one back to the house to set up a touchdown late in the 
late in the first half, and then a scoop and score for Josh Bledsoe, his first collegiate touchdown. Yeah, the one with AC there right before halftime was was huge because of the way that our team responded. You know, we got the they were driving, got the pick, got it down into uh, area field that you need to come away with points. I think there were 44 seconds on the clock when we got the ball back. Offense first snap, we had one timeout, so we're a little bit. Um, you know, the, the management of that, you wanted to come away with a touchdown. Uh, got down in the third down inside the five-yard line. And, uh, you know, had a couple of different play options on the timeout of what we wanted to do. Didn't feel good enough about getting uh, the field goal unit on the field after running a run play without without a timeout. So right. uh, did a nice job on the play design on the call. And then, you know, Drew put it where uh, it needed to be placed and, and good execution by our players. Defense, of course, also had three sacks in the game and really did a good job in terms of, you know, creating havoc, if, havoc, if you will, up front for both quarterbacks. You knocked Garantano out of the game, but then Keller Chris was pressured all day. Well, I think, you know, a number of ways that we were able to get to the quarterback, and it wasn't just the defensive line, but they, they did a nice job. But the second-level blitzers, mm-hmm. uh, some different disguises and looks that we were able to give them helped us out. And then uh, when we got the game in, you know, in control, we were able to line up with four and, and provide pressure. So we didn't get as many hits or sacks. Uh, only I think we had three or four sacks, but uh, I think he, you know, for the most part, uh, felt pressure uh, in the times that we needed to. And it's not that doesn't always result in a sack, but but it can and did last night affected the throws and and the read and the you know the patience or the clock that the quarterbacks got in his head. Your team now has won eight consecutive games in the month of November. As the head coach, what does that mean? Well, I want to. I want to win nine. I want to go get the <laughs> next one. And uh, you know, I'm proud of their effort. You know, the things that we talk about all the time in the program about being our best week in and week out. You know, building it up, playing uh, as good as we can that week. Don't look too far behind or, or ahead, and focus on the moment. So we got the short week this week, and uh, so in, in our world right now, it's a, it's Monday. And we've got to get to work because, you know, there will be a, uh, enough of a challenge uh, with Arkansas coming to town. I know, you know we'll get their best shot. And we've got, to, we've got to put this last one behind us, which I think we have, just judging by the, the way that we were last night once we got off the plane and back here and had a quick meeting uh, before we, you know, departed our, our ways. Our guys are focused on finishing uh, being 1-0 this week and all the things that go into that couple more questions with Barry Odom, Missouri's football coach, on the heels of his team's 50-17 to win at Tennessee. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the health of Rashad Floyd, one of the more vicious targeting calls that I think that I have witnessed, held up by one defender on a punt return, and then another player launches, I mean, clearly when he's kind of in, in jeopardy, launches and, uh, you know, clearly, uh, you know, is targeting the, the player ejected. Just the status of Rashad Floyd as you know it today. Well, we're, you know, a scary moment for, for everyone. And, uh, you know, the, the number one goal that, that uh, you go into every practice situation, game situation, you want your players to be safe. Right. And you know, Rashad is uh, actually stayed uh, there last night with some of our medical team, and uh, just for observation, you know, the report I got last night and again this morning that uh, he was he was doing much better, and uh, you know, so that that is uh, great news, and and can't wait to to get him back and and uh, continue to to improve and and get healthy and and move forward. 
Senior Day coming up on Friday, 1.30, the kickoff against the Razorbacks of Arkansas. Just a thought on trying to get as many fans as possible inside of Faro Field. Yeah, I think you look at this group of seniors and what they've done and uh, what they stand for, the things that they've been able to accomplish and represent this university in the way that they have. I'm proud of them. I want to send them out the right way. And, uh, you know, part of that is is uh, having uh, our fans there and then, and then for us to uphold our end of it, go play our best ball. We'll hear from Mizzou wrestling coach Brian Smith after this from Shelter Insurance. At Shelter Insurance, we know landlords have to keep up with their renters, even if they're related. Mom, Dad, what a surprise. We just dropped by to pick up your... Rent check. Oh, I'm running a little short this month. Not everything works as smoothly as Shelter's renter's policy. It helps cover stuff in case of fire, theft, and more. Maybe I should just move back home. Uh... Don't you love me? Of course. But now your room's Dad's man cave. Oh, man. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Friday night, the seventh-ranked Tigers went to 3-0 on the season as they knocked off number 10, Virginia Tech. At the Hearn Center in Columbia, 21-8 was the final. The Tigers' second victory over a top-20 team this season. It extends their regular season win streak to 23 consecutive matches. We say good morning to the longtime head wrestling coach, a guy who has really built that program at Mizzou into a national contender each and every year. His name is Brian Smith. How are you today? Great. How are you doing, Mike? Well, I'm doing I'm doing really well. Wanted to get you on because obviously it's early in the season. You've got a lot of folks coming back, an opportunity again to really put Missouri back on the on on the national stage once again in the sport of wrestling. First of all, before we talk about kind of a big picture thing with the season, how did things go this weekend at Lindenwood? It went good. I took a lot of we didn't bring any of our starters. We brought a lot of our young guys and red shirts and it went good. We had a bunch of guys place. We Lost a couple tight ones there where we could have won the weights, but it was good competition. There was some Iowa guys. Iowa State had their whole team. It was a really tough competition. So, But it went good. It was tough because we got out of the dual meet Friday night and had to hop on a bus and head to the next competition. So you don't see that too often. Speaking of Iowa State, you had a three-time All-American, Willie Milkles, who transferred and he's going to finish his career out at Iowa State, and there's a reason why. First of all, did you see him yesterday at Lindwood? Yeah, getting hug. So I know he uh, he was with us for five years, and you know it was going to be his sixth year because of injuries. And in the middle of his career at Missouri, we found out his father has ALS, and it was it was a tough time. And so when he called me this spring. It was one of those things that, man, we were crushed as a coaching staff and program that he'd be leaving us. But the reason he's leaving is, you know, for his father and his family to be close to home. And he lives about 20 miles from Ames. So it was the right decision. And I told him I'd be the first one hugging him when he's winning the national title when he comes off the tunnel. So it's uh, it's a family thing. And if you're going to live that life of Tiger style, which we preach to our kids, then you got to do it as a coaching staff, too. And, you know, we've. We just honored that. So, Brian, you just used the phrase "tiger style," which is a, a, a concept and a description of your program that that you implemented early on in your career at Missouri. Describe, I guess, the different points, if you will, of of, of what makes up tiger style wrestling. Well, it's 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 what it's a lifestyle that we uh, we live. We expect our guys to live. And it's uh, to believe. You got to believe in 
you know, we talk about belief all the time that you got to believe in the program. You got to believe in each other and believe in all the people that helped you get to this point and believe in the vision that we can win a national title. And I had to have that in the early years because the program was really down when I took over that there has to be a belief first. And then you got to find people that like to compete. And so competition, competing in everything. I had to get guys to comp- uh, compete in the classroom, competing in everything to get into grad school. I wanted high-level kids. And you look at a senior like Daniel Lewis, who's aerospace engineering, and he's going to go for his fourth All-American this year. So we wanted kids like that in our program that love to compete in everything in life. And then, of course, we have the one more, which is a big part of Tiger Style, where everybody's giving a little bit more whether it's staying after practice to do something or community service or just, you know, helping each other out, you know, guys helping each other out as teammates. It's, it's an important thing. And so it's uh, that's the one more part of it. And then of course, when you believe you compete and you give one more, you have an expectation to win and everything you do. We don't, always win but there's that expectation that confidence that comes from the program that every time we step on the mat or go to a job interview or become a parent and whatever it may be we're going to have that expectation to do it right and win visiting with mizzou wrestling coach brian smith in 2015 your team finished fourth in the nation last year you finished sixth you've had top 10 finishes in five of the last six seasons where does this team potentially fall? I don't know right now. It's a young team. We have two seniors out of the 10 weights, and I'm starting two true freshmen. So, uh, you know, our recruiting's done really well over the past years. And it has a lot of talent. It's just a matter of how much we can bring them, you know, bring them on through the season and move up in the rankings. We got a couple. Uh, St. Louis area kids with Colby Smith, who has made the weight 125 now, and he's 2-0 and right now and knocked off a couple good people. He's wrestling well. And Connor Flynn just knocked off the – who's from uh, Francis Howell High School, just knocked off the number 12 or 13 guy in the country, and he's right, right there in the midst of that ranking. So we need guys like that. You know, we have our Daniel Lewises and we have our Grant Lease and Jaden Ironman that are ranked really high in the country. We need that three or four more to step up and get on the podium and we can get a team trophy. So there's no doubt we can be a top four team. It's just staying healthy and putting it together. So this is your 21st season as the head coach at Missouri. Of your 10-man yeah. lineup, nine of those are from the state of Missouri. That's quite an evolution, isn't it? It's awesome. You know, when I started at Mizzou, and you remember those days, Mike. It was a long time ago, but when I started, you know, I honestly had a parent call me one time of a kid that was coming. She's like, I didn't even know Missouri was division one in wrestling. And now I think of where we've gone and the level that the high school and youth coaches and high school coaches have taken the level of wrestling in the state of Missouri. It's really exciting to watch the kids that I can recruit young men. I can recruit from the state of Missouri are very, very high level and, because of it, we've had a lot of success. The Drake Hottishultz, the Jaden Coxes, the Alan Waters. There's so many great kids. And the, the great thing about it is our program's at a point now that the best kids in the state want to stay home. And when you can keep the best kids home, you're going to have a lot of success in Missouri because there's good wrestling. What's the next match coming up for your group? Well, we go to the Las Vegas Invite, which has about 35 to 40 division. Top, all the top programs are out there. So it's like a 
mini pre-national tournament. So we're really going to find out how we stack up because it's team score and everything. We're going to find out how we are as a team. Brian, thank you. I appreciate your time. Have a great day, Mike. Thanks. I'm Mike Kelly. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Inside Mizzou Athletics Podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. This has been Inside Mizzou Athletics with Mike Kelly, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.